Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Hey, what's going on? You're listening to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. My name is Bree Mitchell. I'm the host of the show as well as the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care. Brown Girl Self-Care is a space of healing and intentional conversation for Black women who are looking to get to where the joy and abundance and healing in life resides. I'm going to go ahead and jump into this episode and let you know that I'm going to be talking about our evolutions. And I'm talking about that today because um, by the time you hear this, we will be officially in my birthday, quote unquote, birthday week. My birthday is August 30th. And I will be 48 years old. And man, when I tell you that the healing is work, like the healing is healing, the work is working, like the work is working. And I know the work is working. This work that you and I are doing to just live uh, the lives that we deserve, the lives that we deserve. I know that it's working. I get emails from you, many of you, giving me little peeks and insight into your journeys. And I share what I share here on the podcast. And I know that what you and I are doing separately and together, it's working. So I want to just talk to you about, again, evolution. Just I want you to understand, like the bulk of this conversation is where you started is not where you're going to end up when you are actively doing the work of healing and healing is necessary. My thoughts on healing when I first started Brown Girl Self-Care are so different, excuse me, so different than my thoughts on healing in this season of my life. And it's funny because, man, first of all, Can I give you a shout out? Shout out to you. The person who has, if if you're out there, I don't know. If you're out there, the person that was with me at the beginning of this journey of Brown Girls Self-Care, specifically the podcast, to where we are today. Because I started this podcast, let me get my phone just to make sure I'm not telling a fib. I started this specific podcast, the Brown Girl Self Care one. Um, of course, I don't have my glasses on. Damn it. March 31st, 2019. March 31st, 2019. So that was 
Y'all, that was over four years ago, about four and a half years ago to be exact. Four and a half years of my life, I have committed, minus a little break that I had in there because I don't know why I stopped recording the the Brown Girl Self-Care podcast, but I did take a break for some reason in maybe two, I'm not even sure when I did, but it was a very small break that I took uh, at the beginning of of doing it. Actually, I can see it. I'm, I'm looking in iTunes right now, by the way. And so it looks like I took a break somewhere in May and then I came back in August. So something must have been happening in there, but I don't recall that it, what, what that was. And I would have to go and find my journals from that time to see what was going on. But um, all that to say, the fact that I am still recording this podcast speaks volumes. And honestly, I, I, I went back and listened to my first episode. Ooh, child, the struggle. This is proof. I know that there is someone out here listening that has this thing on their heart that they want to do could be a new business could be a venture could be like whatever it is like you're just like I feel like I'm called to do xyz but I don't feel confident doing xyz because in my mind it's supposed to be this grandiose thing and I'm not there and so I'm gonna wait until I get there to then do that thing and that's just not how it works That is literally not how it works. And this podcast is proof of that because let me tell you, had I waited to start the Brown Girl Self-Care podcast for a better, quote unquote, better time, who knows when I would have started doing this podcast. I might not have ever started doing the Brown Girl Self-Care podcast. And here we are again, my birthday week. We are over 200 episodes in. We are over 1000 iTunes reviews and comments. Um, and ra- ratings, if you will. We are over 5 million downloads in on this podcast. We are over 150,000 strong on social media. Okay. We are thousands strong um, if you're signed up for the newsletter. And hey, by the way, I neglected to mention this before, but I am doing a free challenge. It is going to be starting the week of Labor Day, and I'm specifically starting it on Labor Day, which I believe is September 4th, because it's a stillness slash it's a stillness slash anti-labor seven-day challenge. And what it's going to be, without giving too much away, it's going to be very simple. It's not going to be overly complicated. Y'all know how I do. It's going to be every day. If you're on the newsletter or if you're in my private Patreon community, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Care. Every day, you're going to get a small little, very small little thing that you can focus on or reflect on during the week. It goes from the 4th to the 10th, if I'm not mistaken. So Monday, we end on the following Sunday. And if you're in the Patreon group, I'm going to be holding space for you for about an hour. I'm going to open up the Zoom room and we're going to come together and talk about what our experience was as we reflected and took time for ourselves during the week of this stillness slash anti-labor aware type of challenge, okay? Um, But I went back and I listened to the very first 
two episodes of this podcast. And baby, let me tell you, baby, it was rough. I mean, but you know what stood out for me, though, when I was listening? What stood out for me? There were several things that stood out for me. But one of the biggest ones I can just kind of point out right now is the fact that even though I was completely raw, unedited, not professional, and I'm still not even professional for the Brown Girl Self-Care podcast compared to like how other people present their podcasts. My podcast is not this over, it's not produced. It's not overly, it's barely edited. Like what you see is what you get. And I'm not sure when that's going to change. I'm not sure if that's a hindrance to me or if it's actually a, a, a positive. Like I can check this is a positive off of, a, I guess, this imaginary pros and cons list. Right. But um, my podcast is definitely different. But I went back and listened to those two first two episodes. And not only did I cringe, like I cringed. <laughs> and that's why I want to shout out whoever all of the two people that have been listening since day one, shout out to you, girl, because you are the real MVP. Those first X amount of episodes, they were rough. Okay. But I'm not, I mean, it is a little embarrassing. Who wants to put their, I guess, their not so best foot forward? You know what I mean? I certainly don't, but I'm glad that I did because look at where I am now. Again, I'm not overly produced. I'm not overly edited. I'm not the most professional speaker in the world, but there is definitely a difference between the Brie that started the Brown Girl Self-Care podcast March of 2019 to the Brie that is here, what are we, uh, August of uh, 2023. A four, four and a half year gap. It's like you were able to, and I was able to have a, um, I guess, a verbal or auditory journal of my progression and these different topics that I discussed with by myself as well as with guests, my thoughts and opinions, but like my understanding of myself, my understanding of self-care, it's just, it's, it's different. But what I was going to say is what really stood out to me is that even though the version of Brie that we got in 2019, as, as raw and as new to the space as she was, it's funny because you. I, I think that sometimes we just think that parts of our personality that shine through just kind of like pop up overnight or we just kind of like discover, oh, by the way, I'm really smart or oh, by the way, I'm really whatever, right? Insert whatever word is here that you feel is a favorable attribute. There are signs, y'all, that it's there. This is you. Now your circumstances may be different, excuse me, the conditions may have changed, your environment I'm sure has changed over time, but the key parts of you that make you you it's in there like that what's that commercial for is it ragu spaghetti sauce it's in there I don't know who it's who sauce it is but it's in there it's in there okay and I'm saying this because when I went back and listened to those cringeworthy first two episodes I couldn't even listen to the entire episodes by the way I just first of all I don't like to hear myself speak and I know I'm not the only one 
on top of that, there was so much lip popping <laughs> and some other things going on. I was just like, girl, are you serious? Like, this is how he was talking in 2019? Um, but one thing, see, I just did it again. That little sound, which I absolutely do not like, I just did it again. I'm, now I'm very aware of it. But um, one thing that stood out to me is that that Brie, that Brie that was really in a lot of pain back then, that Brie that was very insecure back then, that Brie that was struggling with with the, not only the relationship with herself, but the relationships with other people, relationships with her family, relationship with friends, uh, was having issues, big issues with her job because that was the year that actually just a few months later I ended up quitting my corporate job that same year that I started the podcast. So a lot was going on then, but that version of Brie, still very smart, still, in my opinion, very witty, and still definitely, in my opinion, maybe no one else's, but she was hella funny. That Brie was funny because I went back and I was saying some things and I know it was funny because even years later, again, I hadn't listened to these episodes I laughed and then I heard, like I laughed today, for example, this day when I listened to it <clears throat> and then noticed that I laughed even on the podcast. So it was funny back then and it's still funny to me now. So I feel like I can be a very humorous person. I feel like I have it in me to be or I am. I'm able to give a story, if that makes sense. So I guess technically I can call myself a storyteller. There was just so much going on. Um, and so I was thankful, even though it was very cringeworthy, I was thankful to be able to see this evolution, this progression within me. And I figured there's no better time than now, this week of my birthday. Yes, I am going to celebrate the entire week. Just so you know, by the time you listen to this, depending on when this episode goes live, I will have celebrated um, the week of my birthday. Actually, I'm going to release this on... Uh, a few days before my birthday, whatever that is. So <clears throat> just know that when you listen to this, I'm celebrating my birthday week, okay? And I'm doing so unapologetically. But there is something to be said about just honoring the place that you are in while you are in it, okay? You might be in a season where things feel hella hard, awkward, funny, crazy, abundant, chaotic, like all the things, okay? But I promise you that this time that you're in currently, there are nuggets and gems to be found. Yes, in this current season. And then if you document your process like I did in the podcast, as well as journaling very often and regularly, you can go back and and see, it's it's hard to see while you're in it. It's hard to see while you're in it, right? Like imagine, if you will, and I'm trying to make up an analogy as I speak, but imagine that you're on a road trip. If you are in the car, you can't see miles and miles and, and miles ahead of you because you are currently in it on that freeway, on that street. Your vision only goes so far ahead of you to the right of you, to the left of you, and behind you, but let's say you are looking at that same place, not from your car, but actually on a map, 
on a map, you can see much, much more of the journey ahead because you have a broader perspective. You are able to see it from a higher or more elevated place. Does that make sense? So while you're in it, it's it's hard to be able to say, you know what, in a few years, I'm really going to appreciate that about myself. <clears throat> excuse me, I need some water. Or in a few years, I'm going to understand why this, why I was doing this thing during that time, because now I have a better understanding. Or you know what, in a few years, this relationship that I've severed ties with, that feels very hard. In a few years, I'm going to be able to look back and say, you know what, that was probably the best thing I could have ever done for myself or like whatever the case may be. Or like for me, example, again, I quit my corporate job in September of 2019. And in that time, there was so much going on. I was feeling like God told me to move, but maybe he didn't. Like it was just a bunch of internal double dutching, kind of like in, out, in, out, in, out, if you will. And now, a few years outside of all that, because there was a lot that happened in that time from, of course, the uncertainty of quitting and um, things that go along with that. But also the financial situation, the finances weren't always financing during that time frame. OK, those the finances were not financing all the time. So it was very rough for me for some time. It was very rough for me for some time. But now that I'm outside of that, like I said, it's, I know this is probably like a platitude or it sounds very cliche, but y'all, the journey is everything. And that evolution is not going to happen if steps are skipped. I know that we want to just get to the end. For example, let's say you're reading a book, it's boring, or you're watching a TV show and it's boring, and you're just like, I just want to skip to the end. I don't even care about what Kathy does uh, on the farm. And if her man comes back, oh, I'm making something up right now. I couldn't tell. I'm just going to skip to the end, right? But yeah, you can technically, technically, excuse me, do that, I guess, if you're reading a book or you're watching a show or, you know, something like that. That's not <laughs> quote unquote real life. But in the real world, like as hard as it can be, sometimes or a lot of times we really, as much as we want to, I can pretty much almost, I can guarantee you almost every time, like it's necessary to go through to get to that next for you, that next level. It, it's it's necessary to go through. And 2019 Brie, 2020 Brie, 2021 Brie, even 2022 Brie, baby, let me tell you, she probably wasn't in a place where she was like, yes, I want to take all these steps because I need them and they're going to help me live a better life and they're going to build me up and support my foundation and like all these beautiful things that, you know, I'm starting to experience now in 2023. That's a long time. Number one, can we just shout that out? Because a lot of us, we got long, we're in seasons for a long, long time. And I feel like a part of that for me, this is just, just based on my life. You, you know, you may or may not be able to, um, <clears throat> this may not be your story. For me, I want to emphasize that for me, I feel like a part, like my journey in certain areas was long, 
because I wasn't skipping steps, but I was not going through the steps. I wasn't like trying to bypass them, if that makes sense. I just was not, I like, I wasn't even like attempting some of the steps. I was stuck. I was stuck. I was stuck spiritually. I was stuck uh, emotionally in a lot of places. Like I was stuck, 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 stuck. And now I'm in a place where things are changing. I'm not even sure if I'm going to talk about some of the things that are going on right now. Maybe that'll be for like next year because there are some things I don't really want to get into right now. I'm still kind of processing and just growing through it and blooming through it and just making sure that I'm coming from a place of being more secure and stuff like that. But I know, I know for a fact that I was stuck in certain areas because I was too afraid to start taking the necessary actions that would maybe hurt or be super scary in the beginning. But once I got the ball rolling, things would start to progress a little faster and feel more natural because I was stepping into a version of myself that just could not wait to start coming forward. But because I wasn't going through certain steps or taking certain actions out of fear, she just was kind of like waiting in the wings rooting for me for sure and cheering me on I'm sure even though I couldn't necessarily hear her cheering me on but I know for a fact she was rooting for me but I was just not in a place to acknowledge her and acknowledge the things that I needed to do to to meet up to link up with her if you will I'm hoping that this makes sense but the evolution y'all the evolution is everything the evolution your story your journey is everything and we cannot like we we can't skip steps as much as we want to. We cannot hopscotch and bingo our way through, like in other words, jumping over steps, skipping over steps. Like that's just not how healing works. That's not how the process works. So if you've been following me for a while, you probably know that I am a huge, huge reader. I have quote unquote unquote all the books. I really don't have all the books, but I I love to read. And what I was reading a lot of was, um, and slash is like books on healing, books on personal development, books on relationships, books, just books on how I can acknowledge and, 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 and become that version of myself that I know is within me but seems very far off because of like my pain, because of my trauma, because of my circumstances. Does that make sense? But yeah, I I would read these books, lots of books. I would, for example, watch YouTube videos, lots of YouTube videos over the year. Anything that I could pour into my spirit that I know it was going to just helped me to feel like a more a whole person but there were certain things like I would read and I, but I wouldn't take the action on it I wouldn't take the action on it does that make sense so for example you're listening to the podcast let's say I gave you five action steps to becoming let's say I gave you five action steps to starting a podcast okay 
and let's say you really like I did several let's say I, I did 10 episodes on starting a podcast for example and you listen to all 10 episodes let's say I wrote a book on starting a podcast you read the book let's say uh you found 50 YouTube videos from other people about starting a podcast and you watched all of those like you you took your notes like you was just on it you all the information the books the podcast the the, the YouTube videos the um I don't know, wherever else you get your information, you consumed all that information, right? So you knew what to do. You knew what to do and you knew that your podcast was on the other side of going through the process, right? But instead of, like I said, I gave you five steps to starting your podcast, you just never took the steps. You just, you, you, you listened to the entire episode, you wrote your notes down, okay? And then you went on to the next podcast. You listened to that, you wrote your notes, didn't take any action, went on to the next podcast, went on to the next YouTube video. So you got hella notes. You got you got all these notes, all these steps, and then you can't figure out like why your podcast hasn't begun yet. <laughs> you can't understand why your podcast ain't on iTunes yet. And it's because like sis, you, you ain't did none of the work. <laughs> you haven't done any other steps to get the podcast. As I outlined, you didn't do any of it. Does that make sense? So the evolution cannot happen. This evolution, like us us wanting to uh, access the things that are our birthright, okay? Freedom, liberation, joy, abundance, uh, peace, health, happiness, like whatever, you know, it is that you know is your birthright and you it is it is it is yours to have and to own. If you're, you can't get to that place if you're not willing to do the work, you're not willing to do the steps. And in one part of my life, I wasn't willing to do the steps because I was afraid. Fear is a huge, huge thing. People say, feel the fear and do it anyway. Yes, that is all said and good, especially because it's true. But when you're operating from a place of trauma, okay, I feel like there's going to be certain parts of your ele- evolution, I guess, and elevation that are not going to be accessible. They're going to be blocked because we can't do the work. It's hard. It's scary. It can be painful. It can be isolating. It can feel lonely. Like all the things. All the things. Who showed you that it was okay to aim high and go for your dreams while also just being yourself? For me, it was radio host Big Boy, Oprah, and KTLA news reporter Gail Anderson. In part, these people are the reason why this podcast specifically exists. This is the power of Black representation in media. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is more than a podcast. It's a celebration of Blackness from NPR where every voice is as distinct and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In this collection, you'll find stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment. Each episode, a living account of what it means to be Black today. From the intricate narratives of The Wire to the wisdom of Michelle Obama and the urgent call for reparations, Black Stories, Black Truths really is the truth. 
Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Feeling more grounded and relaxed is Black girl peace for me. And so I really need that while doing things like uh, tackling my to-do list or even braving this crazy LA traffic. If you know, you know. So something that helps me tap in is Recess Mood. It's a delicious sparkling water made to enhance your relaxation time and mood without any alcohol involved. So what you will get instead is real fruit, mood lifting magnesium, and stress balancing adaptogens. And again, no alcohol plus no added sugar. So I've tried all the flavors and I really, really like strawberry rose. It's like um, a little burst of peace in the middle of chaos because again, for real, navigating this Cali traffic is insane. Now, recess mood is not only my go-to for staying balanced while on the go, but it's also good for chilling at home too. It's like having a little slice of relaxation right in the palm of your hand. So next time you need a little pick-me-up without the alcohol, without the hangover, give recess mood a shot. It's been a fantastic addition to my routine. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. My hair is kinky, it's coily, it's beautiful, it's all the things, but the dryness is real, so it's also prone to feeling parched. This is why Waze Anti-Frizz Cream is my new BFF. It not only changes frizz, but helps my hair feel more hydrated. Listen, summer is coming. We are trying to be outside, going to brunch, plus traveling, and summer activities aren't always kind to our strands, okay? So let me tell you what I do for this. I wash my hair every one to two weeks. Don't sleep on Waze Detox Shampoo, by the way, if you have hard water or buildup. I detangle. I smooth in a little of the Way Anti-Frizz Cream, then shingle in my natural gel. My hair is frizz-free, it's hydrated, and it's cute for days. Love sleek styles? Waze Anti-Frizz Cream works as a heat protectant up to 450 degrees as well. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code self-care for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, promo code self-care. All the things, okay? And I'm not saying this to knock you. I'm not saying this to judge you. I'm not saying this to belittle you. I'm saying this from a place of love and excuse me, as someone who understands because certain parts of my life, I held myself back because I was afraid, afraid of what someone would think, afraid of how they would react, afraid of what they would say, afraid of what they would do, afraid of just different things like that. So I, I, I really had to take some time to build up my, my inner man or inner woman, I should say, to finally after years and years and years and years and years and years and years, address key things in my life that were really keeping me stuck. Now, I want to make sure that I say that this doesn't apply to all areas of my life and that wouldn't be, and that would probably be the same for you because there's other parts of our life where we, we, we are taking, we are taking action. We are doing the work. It's not necessarily easy, but we have a a different level of comfort. So it's, it's it's easier to kind of like do those things and walk those things out. But some of us, you know, depending on your trauma, depending on your circumstance, you might have one or two things that you really 
are afraid to 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 move forward in and those are the things it's that that one those one or two things those are the things that your life like that next version of you is she been she's waiting on you right on the other side that person that you already are she's waiting on you to do those things and you only you know what those things are okay only you know what those things are. I knew what the thing was for me. And once I started to do this thing, and I'm, again, I, I'm not in a place to talk about it right now, but I promise you I will when I, when I feel more comfortable doing so. Um, but right when I started doing these things and walking down that part of my journey, my life has started to change. And I'm talking about recently. So yeah, I did see some change and and elevation and things happening. Uh, but my biggest fear that I I was afraid to move forward in, I started doing that stuff. And I promise you, my life has been changing very rapidly. The way I feel about myself, the way that I think about myself, the way I think about life, the way that I think about, for example, money, the way that I think about my worth the way that I think about relationships, the way I, my future partner and what I uh, know that I deserve for my future partner, like just things like that. All of those things were kind of like tied into this one circumstance. It was a very power. This, this circumstance had a very powerful hold on me, very powerful hold on me. And I'm thankful to say now that I am 48, like I can shut the door on that part of my life because I know I will never go back to that version of Brie, okay? I will never go back to that version of Brie that was scared to to move forward on this one part of her journey because I've done it, okay? And I promise you, like, man, if there's something that's holding you back, as scary as it is, and it's going to be scary, Okay, it might feel very hard, probably one of the hardest things you'll have to do in your life. But I promise you, as you start to see it for what it is and and start taking action on that thing. And again, only you know what that is. Things are going to change in your life and you might see things changing rapidly. So I would I want to suggest that if you need hire a therapist, hire a coach, talk to your friends, like do what you need to do. And what's accessible to you so that you can start addressing that fear head on. Because when you start addressing that fear head on, it starts to shrink. It does. The first few times you're just like, oh, shit, excuse my French. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is (laughs) right. But then after the first couple of times, it just gets easier and easier, easier and easier. And, and, And you really start to embody who you truly are that you forgot about because of that fear that you forgot about because of that trauma. Does that make sense? So that evolution is yours to have. That evolution is yours to have. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I'd like to say about this episode. Since again, it is my birthday week (laughs) and yes, I am celebrating for the entire week. Um, But yeah, this, this version of Brie, she is, um, she's just different. She's just different. She still still is a work in progress, and that's okay. I don't think that this this journey of um, healing ever ends. And I don't say that because I think that we'll ever be 
perfect people. You know what I mean? But I feel like there's there's always going to be something, especially because of the world that we're in, especially as women, especially as women who are black. Like we've got so many ways that we intersect with stuff that's going on in, in I'll speak specifically for the U.S. in this country, that the healing work is just a, a big part of our story. That makes sense. But yeah, this, this version of me, she's more empowered and, and I'm just, I'm just so proud of her slash me. <laughs> it's weird talking about yourself, I guess, in third person. So hopefully you're picking up what I'm laying down, but just this journey to, to 48 has, it has been something. It has been something. I, and I, I don't know. I, I am just, I'm thankful to be here. I'm thankful to be in this, on this journey with you. I'm thankful for the Brown Girl self-care platform. I'm thankful that, that something that God put in my spirit was birthed four or five years ago. I think I started the Instagram channel or the social media before I started the podcast. But maybe that's not true. I'm not 100% positive. But it's been like four or five years of this work. And initially, I was thinking, how can I possibly um, continue to have things to talk about? There was a time in the last year where I was like, maybe maybe it's time to not do brown girl self-care because you're getting older uh, maybe there are younger people that have a fresher perspective. Um, what could you possibly have to talk about if you've already been doing this for a few years? You know what I mean? So that was a thought that I had. Like maybe maybe it's time to close up shop on brown girl self-care and, and do other things. But I think truly believe that maybe now more than ever, it's time to really take brown girl self-care to the next level and which in turn will help me get to the next level. Okay. Something else I've been, I have the hiccups, excuse me. Something else I've been thinking about over the last year is, and I've said this on the podcast a few times before, but perhaps it is time for me to to, of course, still do the podcast, but also start speaking, literally speaking. And I'm not a speaker, even though I feel in my spirit that I am. I'm not a polished and professional like I'm <laughs> I'm no TED talker. OK, I'm no uh, polished speaker that you would see doing a uh, what's it called? like a keynote speaker or things like that. And I'm not saying that as in, I will never be. I'm saying like right now in this moment, that isn't necessarily who I am, but B-U-T, capital B, capital U, capital T, it is something that I see in the future and maybe in the very near future. So live talks on stage, Brown Girl Self-Care, me, Bree Mitchell. Um, I see events for Brown Girl Self-Care. And in fact, if you're on the email newsletter, you probably saw an email from me maybe about three, 
well, I would say about maybe like a month ago. I don't exactly remember when I sent the email out, but it was asking you if I had a live event, would you attend? And I heard back from maybe 30, 40 women. I don't recall the exact amount. And a lot of you said yes. So I'm thinking that I do want to have a Brown Girl self-care event before the end of 2023. I'm thinking either uh, October or November of 2023. It will be in California. It will be a small event because I would like to start small and then just watch it grow from there. So whereas before... Plus, I, for some reason, I feel like I'm going to be writing a book, which is interesting because I feel like I speak well as far as like just being able to get on and say stuff. But when it comes to writing stuff down, I, I, I don't I don't know. I don't like to do that. <laughs> I don't I, I don't want to do that. I wish <laughs> I wish that I could just speak the way that I'm speaking now and then somehow the book will be made. But I know that the way that I speak is not necessarily grammatically correct, so it wouldn't trans translate well for a book, you know? But I feel like I have a book inside of me. I feel like I want to start addressing more topics in regards to healing, especially from a place of childhood and uh, childhood trauma. I feel like that's going to be another phase of brown girl self-care because I realize a lot of us that listen to this show have experienced childhood trauma. It is a huge deal. And it's funny when I think about that, I'm kind of going off topic here, but something that's interesting is, so remember when I was talking about how I had a fear of doing specific things I know, like I knew parts of the work that needed to be done, but I was too afraid to do it, right? So years back, I would be talking to friends and they could just see my insecurities. They could see it. They could hear it in the way that I speak. And I'm sure still now you can pick up traces of things just based on how I say it and how, even though I try to be mindful, um, just because it's not like your traumas disappear overnight if they've not been addressed. Okay. It's not like it goes away. Once you say, oh, yes, and it's, it's excuse me, it's acknowledged. It's not like, it, like there's work and that work takes time. OK, so if you're currently processing and going through that, I just want to remind you to be as gentle with yourself and loving with yourself as possible. But years ago, like my friends, like I know I even had a friend tell me like she could see my insecurity. She could see, you know, the lack of self-love. She can see those things. But. The thing is, if, if, like, how can I explain this? Sometimes people will just, will tell you, like, just love yourself more. Love yourself more. And that, and that's a good thing to say, in my opinion. And that's what I try to, to say here, too, of course. Love yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Support yourself. But the thing is, especially when it comes to trauma, Even though you know, for example, that like you know that you you, you want to love yourself more or you want to do X, Y, Z, um, 
even though my friends would come from a good place, like them telling me that I just need to love myself more, that that is not the only part of the equation. Okay? That's not the only part of the equation. Someone telling you to love yourself more, um, as beautiful as that is, and as helpful as that may be, just to hear that and, and acknowledge that, yes, I deserve to be loved more. Like, that's just a part of it. That's not the whole picture. So I would have friends telling me that, but because I wasn't necessarily mentally in the right place to to walk through those steps I mentioned before that I recently did in the last, like this year, doing the work that I've done specifically in this year alone, um, there, I, I, there wasn't really much that I could do to change myself in those previous times because, again, I wasn't doing the work necessary to be able to do those things and show up for myself in, in the ways that I, that my friends could see me needing assistance with, if that makes sense. Hopefully it does. It makes sense in my mind, but sometimes I say things and I'm like, is this, is it landing the way that I, I intended <laughs> to land or how I hear it in my head? But um, yeah, just, I, I, my mind goes back to conversations that I had with friends and them saying, like, I can see that you don't love yourself. I can see, or that it's hard for you to love yourself. I can see that you're insecure. I can see um, these things about you. And again, that that can be very helpful. But I guess also to the friends, like if you're listening to this and you're that friend and you can see how, you know, someone in your life is struggling with, for example, insecurity and self-loathing and, you know, different things like that. Understand that, yes, they can acknowledge that, but it doesn't mean that it's going to change overnight. It, it can take time to go through the process. So if you have a friend like that in your life, um, all I ask is that you show them, you know, extra grace if you, if you can, and extra kindness if you can, and extra compassion, because some of us have gone through some real shit. A lot of us have gone through some real shit, but some of us have gone through some shit that would curl your toes, straighten your hair, um, knock your socks off, and bug your eyes out. I don't know. I'm just thinking of stuff, y'all. But, um, yeah, it can be hard. It, it can be hard. It can be hard. So if you have a friend like that in your life, and you have the capacity to do so, please show them extra, extra care, extra space, extra kindness, extra compassion, because it's going to, it can take some time to finally be able to build yourself up from within um, and or get to a point where you're like, if I don't take these actions, like my life is, is going to go downhill from this point, And I'm not sure if I'll be able to return. Sometimes our backs have to be up against a wall to get to that place of where now it's just like, I don't even care anymore. My back's up against the wall. Now I'm just going to do these things. Even though I'm scared, I'm just going to do, I'm going to take these actions because I'm worth it. And I don't want to live my life this whatever way any anymore. Like I can't, I can't, I, I've already gone down so much. There's nowhere, I've hit rock bottom. <laughs> There's no more bottom for me to hit, you know? with this situation. And again, that's not necessarily even your entire life. 
but it's those key things that you just have not found yourself to be able to be in a place in um, that's it's preventing you from like elevating in certain parts of your life um, that you just are going to have to move forward and to start seeing those changes. So yeah, the last year has definitely been interesting. And actually I think last year, as a matter of fact, oh my gosh, I just, okay. I'm just now realizing this literally last year, August of last year. (laughs) So this, this really has been a full year of healing in this certain area. And even think about this, y'all. So last year, if you remember, I traveled from California to Georgia by car, by myself, and I took a spiritual road trip. Do you remember that? I'm sure I had to have talked about that on the podcast. Let me see if I can find it very quickly because I literally was not prepared to talk about this. And I'm just going to quickly have a look. Bear with me, por favor. So August 2023, or 2022. Um, hmm. I'm looking, y'all. I'm looking, y'all. Oh, yes. August 12th, 2022. My spiritual road trip and why past pain is no longer my main identity. So I don't really know exactly what I talked about, but I'm pretty sure I talked about, I recap like my road trip, but I don't specifically remember the things that I said. But if you're curious, definitely go back and listen to that episode because we are now a full year from that trip as a matter of fact. So when I say that my year of healing, especially in regards to this one specific thing, that is when it really started. So I just want to tell you, I want to show you this because again, we talk about our journeys and evolution, like it literally took me a full year to, to, to step into the version of me that was going to be able to begin healing a specific wound that I have and then fully start to address it and to identify as someone who deserves, you know, to be treated a certain way and to uh, be loved a certain way and things like that, like a full year. It's been a full year. Okay. So when I tell you this, this is proof. When I tell you that it can take time and that it's a process and you don't have to be in a rush and that you can do this step by step by step by step. This is literally proof. This is literally proof. And I'm not saying that issues that this, like this one specific issue I had, it didn't start in August of last year. It was for pretty much a very big chunk of my life. But in August of last year, it's kind of like where I started to say, you know what? With this situation, I've had enough. I deserve better. And I took a little road trip and I even said, and probably mentioned it in that episode too, like that version of Brie, I know that I said this, the version of Brie that I was, I left her in Georgia and I thank her for how she supported me. And, but I'm coming back as a new person and swear on everything. That's exactly what I did. And here we are today. Here we are today. That is I mean, my mind is literally blown because I forgot about that road trip. I'm not even going to lie. Completely forgot about that. So, y'all, 
evolution, elevation, like it takes time. Okay. It really does. So wherever you are in your journey, I hope that you use this episode as a gentle reminder that, you know, things can take time. It doesn't mean that you're doing it the wrong way. It doesn't mean that you're just some weirdo and and everyone else is just doing everything right and you're doing everything wrong. Like it doesn't mean anything. Like if you put any type of negative connotation or spin on it, like, nah, we're not doing that. (laughs) Like we're not doing that. Um, But I do want to encourage you though, not rush you. But I do want to encourage you to have a look at what you feel like is holding you back. And only you know what those things are from your next. And identify maybe two or three ways in where you, even though it can be scary, what are some ways that maybe you can address it? What small steps can you possibly take to start addressing that thing? When do you want to start? What does that look like for you? Like just asking yourself those kind of questions are a great way to just see yourself and envision yourself being able to do that hard thing or those hard things, okay? Again, no rush. But that that you're next, that, that version of you that you already are but haven't like stepped into yet, she's literally there. She's cheering you on. She's rooting for you. She's supporting you. And she's probably thinking, man, if only she knew that I was right here on the other side of this thing, whatever it is, if only she could see me at the finish line of that one specific little thing, right? If only she knew that I was here waiting for her. If only she could see me, man, she would know how 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 strong she is. She would know how supportive she is. She would know how beautiful she is. She would know how how resilient she is. She would know how how soft she can be with herself. She would know how gentle, how it feels to be gentle with herself. She would know how it feels to be understood and heard and like whatever, I don't know what you're dealing with. I'm trying to give you just different words just that are all true, but I just want you to know that she is literally on the other side of that thing. She is. She's on the other side of that thing, ready to give you just this embrace of love and, 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 understanding like she's literally there might take you a year to 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 catch up with her might take you six months might take you a week like I don't know what you're you know what you're going through for me it took me a year to get to that to 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 to, to, (laughs) this is weird like it took old Brie from August of 2022 literally a year to be this version of myself in August of 2023 and that's just amazing. And I'm thankful for the journey, just even in that one year. I, I don't know. I'm just thankful because I am not the same person. I wasn't the same person when I came back on the like on that trip for sure. And I'm definitely not the same person from that that even came back from that trip. Like I am not that same person. So elevation is possible. Your evolution is possible liberation is possible like all these juicy parts of life it's all possible and you'll start to step into it when you start to take action on those things that only you know are necessary all right so um yeah happy birthday to me i'm gonna enjoy it and um celebrate myself for the entire week because I deserve it 
and I'm worthy of it. And I fully support you doing the same for yourself when your birthday comes up. Okay. But yeah, that, that y'all, that's it for this week's episode of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. At some point, I may possibly want to do birthday um, reflections, but I want to do that after my birthday. And since we're not officially there yet, because I want to take some time and process this because, yeah, it's the growth for me. And I've definitely done some huge growing and I might want to share a little bit of what that looks like um, to hopefully inspire you on on your self-care journey. So. That is it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And again, don't forget, starting the stillness slash anti-labor challenge. It starts on September 4th. Make sure you go to browngirlselfcare.com and scroll to the bottom and sign up for the newsletter. So that way you start getting the emails that are going to be going out for the challenge. And uh, Or you can join me on Patreon. Again, patreon.com forward slash browngirlselfcare. And um, I'll see you in the Patreon group. Have a blessed week. And um, I'll see you next Monday on the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast.